for downloading this podcast from the Freedom Centre Church in Preston. Dearly beloved of God, greetings to you in the precious name of our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ. What a joy it is to come through this webcast to Freedom Centre. Wow, I miss you so much. I'm so thankful for the leadership and mentorship of Pastor Jack and Pastor Sue. Love you so much. Me, Joy, the kids and the entire church. We love you so much and we can't wait to have you again in Rua Church, Freedom Centre. I thank God for this wonderful church. And this wonderful pastors who had such a beautiful and grand vision. You know, we also have a big concert. The concept is called freedom. Freedom for young people. Freedom for the nation. So, no wonder our churches and our visions and the pastors, we always mingle together, work together for the kingdom of God. And uh, this pandemic, yes. This is a world-changing event that's happened and so many things happening around us. So today I want to preach a word to you that is going to bring a ray of hope into our lives. Somebody said, Amen. Wow, Freedom Center, are you ready for the word of God? Amen. Glory to God. Let us turn our Bibles to Psalm 119 and verse 18. Psalm 119 verse 18. Open my eyes that I may see. Wonderful things in your law. Open my eyes that I may see wonderful things from the word of God. Open my eyes that I may see wonderful things from what you have already written. Today, we have to open our eyes to something that the Lord is doing. Something beyond human comprehension. My dearly beloved of God, the world is grappling for a, a hope. The world is just searching for a remedy. So many across the world, the research centers, the laboratories are searching for a medicine for COVID-19 coronavirus. But there is something that the Lord wants us to open our eyes and see. The psalmist says, Lord, open our eyes, Lord. Sometimes we fail to understand remedy is nearby. The Lord's healing power is very much available. The Lord's answer for our problems is close by, but we are not able to identify it. Let me narrate it to you through a small incident that happened a couple of years ago. In fact, a century ago, 1860. 1860, there was a big... Uh, boom in the stock market called the Comstock boom. It was a boom that, uh, that left so many people uh, amazed and surprised because they never expected it coming. It all started in 1848 when there was a gold rush in the mountains of Nevada in California. This was sparked by the Californian gold rush in 1948. You see, the miners, the first miners who went there in the gold rush, they were searching for this elusive gold stone that, they were, that, they, that would yield a lot of money. But uh, little did they understand that under the feet, there was another metal which is also going to be precious. That black and silver metal that they were walking upon, they failed to understand. One day it is going to bring the silver stock market boom so they missed the bus. They missed the greatest boom in stock market. They left those places and went back home empty-handed, little knowing that there was a 
great boom. There was a blessing that was under their feet. Sometimes during this pandemic, when everything has, uh, uh, is a lockdown, we are also looking at the whole world and saying, God, this is doomsday. Everything is dark. But we fail to understand there is a silver lining around the dark cloud. There is a God who shines above. There is a glorious God who has a bigger plan for humanity. Can you imagine the kind of uh, impact, historical times that we are living in? Never has a Passover been celebrated indoors after 3,500 years. History repeats again. When the Israelites were leaving Egypt, they were inside their homes at Passover. And this is exactly 3,500 odd years. And we are celebrating a Passover sitting inside our homes. This means God is going to do a historical thing in the whole world. He is going to bring about a great deliverance from the world called Egypt. From the Pharaoh that was keeping people under slavery. That is why freedom. My dear children of God. We have to ask the Lord to open our eyes. We have to open our eyes to see who Jesus is. We have to understand the context of why and what uh, is happening around us. That is why God is calling us to a deeper introspection of the supernatural. Let's uh, forget to seeing things in a physical perspective and let's open our spiritual eyes. That is what the psalmist meant when he said, Lord, open my eyes that I can see the deep revealed secrets from the law. Sometimes, you know, law is a straightforward law, judges, law puts people in place. And it is very hard because we are living in the times of grace. And suddenly when the Old Testament law comes in, when there is a judgment, when there is a pandemic, when there is a pestilence, when there is a plague and people are dying, we are like, God, you are a God of grace. Whatever happened to our prayers? There's something more that God has planned. We have to ask the Lord to open our eyes for the deeper things, my dear children of God. This is a season of resurrection. We have all been meditating on resurrection, how Christ rose from the dead. And one of the first people to be at the tomb to witness the resurrection and to spread the news about the resurrection of Jesus Christ was Mary Magdalene. Mary went to the tomb. She was so grieved in her heart. She wanted the stone to be overturned. She wanted to give the bomb. She wanted to apply the bomb on the, or the, or the perfume on the body of Jesus Christ. But little did she know that Jesus was not there. She saw the tomb, she saw the stone rolled away, but she did not have the guts to go inside. I want to bring three people to consideration this morning who saw and their reactions that followed. Mary Magdalene, she went to the tomb, she wanted to see Jesus, but when she saw the stone rolled away and an empty tomb, she did not venture inside the tomb, rather she ran away from the tomb. Some of us, when we face uh, some dark places, some of us, when we face some empty situations, we have the tendency to run away from our problems. But God says, uh, I want you to understand that tomb that is empty has a message. If you don't look intently, you will not receive the message I have in store for you. There is a coded message through this pandemic that the Lord is speaking to the churches across the globe. 
This is not the end, but this is the beginning of the end. Somebody said, Amen. Freedom Center, I want you to understand there are three words in Greek that implies the meaning of seeing. The first is blepo, blepo, B-L-E-P-O, means just seeing, the physical seeing. Mary Magdalene, she saw the tomb, but she didn't see it with an intention of understanding. It is the opposite of being blind. When somebody is able to have the ability to see physically, that is blepo. Blepo means just seeing. You are just passing in a train and you see the trees pass by. You don't pay attention to it. You don't pay attention to the fields that are passing by. It is just seeing. You don't need to take it inside your heart. That is what Mary Magdalene did. She saw blepo. She saw and she never understood anything. She never understood anything. In the Bible, there are many instances where Jesus says, You have eyes but you cannot see. People have eyes in Isaiah chapter 6 and verse 9. You have eyes, but you're not able to see. You have ears, but you're not able to hear. The problem is we have selective hearing. That is what the Bible says in the last days, there will be people who will have itching ears. They will like to hear what they want to hear. Today, nobody wants to hear what the, what the uh, news channels are giving. Nobody wants to hear correction, but this is the time that the Lord is putting the church in the right perspective. Turn around, turn towards me. Turn towards me. Jesus Christ appeared before Mary Magdalene, but she was so filled with sorrow, she failed to recognize the master. When he called Mary, she turned and said, Rabbi, my dear children of God, is your miracle round the corner? Is your miracle standing next to you and you still haven't recognized? Ask the Lord, Lord, open my eyes and make me see. Mary Magdalene ran and spoke and gave the news of the risen Redeemer to the disciples. And two of them started running. One was Peter, the elderly apostle. The other was John, the younger one. They both started to run together. But uh, John being the younger one, he outran Peter to the tomb. By the time Peter reached, John had already reached the tomb, but he did not go inside. He was standing outside the tomb. Peter saw the tomb and he went inside. My dear children of God, it's not about how fast you can run. It's about how close you can get to your miracle. John ran first. But he did not have the guts to get inside the tomb. God wants to tell you, don't stand outside your problem. Because sometimes your miracle is in the midst of the problem. Sometimes these three young Jewish, uh, wonderful youngsters, they have to go inside the furnace because there's the fourth man standing. There's the angel that was there with the news. He is not here. He has risen. Unfortunately, John did not go inside, but Peter went inside. But the problem with Peter was, he was a very rational thinker. He needs evidence. He couldn't understand when Jesus was being beaten in the chief uh, high priest's house. In Caiaphas' house, Peter denied Jesus when the rooster was uh, crowing. When the rooster cried out, 
Peter denied because he could not understand how could the man who raised dead people now stand silently when he was being accused. My children of God, sometimes we have seeing with rational thinking. This is called theorio. Theory means you saw things, but with the reasoning that you want your human mind to explain to you why it is happening, how it can happen. There are questions in your mind. Peter saw the napkin of Jesus folded and kept. You know when they keep the napkins folded? When you go to a restaurant, when you keep your napkins folded, it means you're still eating. That means it's not over. Jesus Christ's napkins that covered him, especially the head, were folded and kept in one side. Meaning, Jesus implied a, a coded message saying, it's not over, I'm coming back again. Peter could not understand it. Peter could not comprehend what the angel was saying because he was so overwhelmed by the loss of Jesus at the cross that he is not able to understand the resurrection message that Jesus Christ preached to him so often. My dear children of God, do not try to explain everything with your rational thinking, with what the government say, with what the news channels say. You will not be able to understand. There is one God that will protect us. His name is Jehovah Rapha. I am the God that heals you. I will not allow any of the sicknesses that I put upon the Egyptians. That is the promise that you and I have. And that is the eyes with which we have to see our master. Our God is a healer. He will protect us. He will shield us. He is Yahweh Rofeka. My dear children of God, John did not go inside. But when Peter went inside, John walked along and he went inside the tomb. This is what the Bible has to narrate about what John did and how John saw. I'm reading from John 20 and verse 8. Then the other disciple who came to the tomb first went in also and he saw and believed. Wow. He saw and believed. Probably John ran faster and uh, stopped near the entrance of the tomb. But when he saw Peter going inside, he followed. Peter could not understand. But John, when he saw the empty tomb and the clothes that wrapped around Jesus that were there, folded and kept nicely, he believed. Probably Peter thought, uh, Probably the soldiers, the Roman soldiers have taken away Jesus. He did not believe. But John believed. That's what the Bible says. You know what is this word believe that is written here? It is the word Ido. E-I-D-O. Ido. What does it signify? Whenever the Bible says, when Jesus says, I know my father. And my father knows me. It is the word Ido that is used there. Very precious, huh? The way we see our Father, the way we understand our God, the way we approach His throne of grace, the way we understand, that's why the Bible declares, they that know their God will do great exploits. That is in Daniel chapter 11. My dear children of God, today the Lord wants to tell you, there is a great exploit, there is a great harvest that is coming after this pandemic. Churches have now multiplied because people are worshipping in their homes. You and I are sitting and worshipping God in our homes as a family. This is the Passover that is, bring, that is going to bring us the crossover. 
This is the crossover season. From this dark gloomy world, we are going to go into a bright glorious future where the harvest is going to be plenty. The world is filled with darkness, but the sun of righteousness will rise upon you gloriously. My dear children of God, we have to understand that there is a risen redeemer in our midst. Everything is possible with him. I believe this is the season where the people who witnessed will witness or get revelation about more deeper things. That is why God did not use Peter for the end time revelation. He used John because he would believe. My dear children of God, if we believe in what we are seeing, the, 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 the very plan of God, then God is ready to give you revelation. God wants to download revelations into your life. Are you ready? I'm going to pray for you. Father, I thank you for everyone who is watching this program, especially those who are filled with fear about the future, those who have uh, some problems with their body, sicknesses, diseases, even this coronavirus, throat pain, sneezing, cough, cold and flu. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that there will be a healing right now. Lord, every fear about the future, the job, the finance, everything is perfect in your sight. You finish everything in the right time. You are a God of perfection. Lord, we don't understand, but we just believe. Like Job, we say, all things are possible with you. You can do everything we come, we, we right now attest our faith in you. Like John, we see this and we believe that you have planned something greater for the world. Father, right now I come at Freedom Center. I bless each and every wonderful believer of Christ that is holding on to your promise and waiting for a miracle. They that waited upon the Lord, their faces were not put to shame. These disciples, they waited and they received the outpouring of the Pentecost. They are going to receive Lord. Likewise, Freedom Center, all the believers who are waiting for the outpouring are going to receive it. From now until Pentecost, there is going to be a great outpouring. There is going to be a great harvest. There's going to be a supernatural realm that you are going to release in the whole world with an expectant heart and eyes that believe we look like Abraham. When you asked him to number the stars in the sky, Abraham believed and you counted it righteousness unto him. Today, we declare that we believe and we become the righteousness of God. Thank you, Father. I bless your children. Thank you for the leadership of our dear pastors, Jack and Sue. Bless them from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you for the grand vision that you have given them for the city and for the nations. Father, in the days to come, nations are going to be shaken through Freedom Center. Many more Freedom Centers are going to come across the globe. Father, I bless this wonderful church. Thank you for everything that you're doing. Lord, just give us the eyes that will believe what we see. Father, I bless your children. Protect them. Be the wall of fire around their families, Lord. In their coming ins and their going outs. Be with them, O oh Father. Let the Paschal Lamb's blood be applied upon the doorposts of your children. No harm or danger will befall them. We thank you, we praise you, we honor you for what you are and what you are, what you're going to be 
for every single one who has heard this sermon. I bless them. Give you glory, honor and praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray, oh Father. God's people said a big amen, amen, amen. God bless you. I'll see you soon. Be, stay encouraged. Church, Freedom Center, stay encouraged. God is, I'm so thankful for the wonderful uh, work that you're doing in the city, helping the poor and needy people with provisions and uh, resources. God bless you. God bless you. Continue to do great things for the Lord. God bless you. For more information about our church or to access more of our resources, please visit thefreedomcenter.com.